adulting. Thinking of all the things adults have to do can be intimidating. Maybe you are realizing just how much you don't know about living on your own. If this sounds familiar, join us today to learn the skills you need and take some of the stress out of being an adult. This is Grown Up You, an adulting podcast to help you navigate the twists and turns of adult life. Listen and get life skills you didn't learn in school. Hey everyone, we're back. Welcome to the Grown Up You podcast. And by we're back, I'm, if you remember our voices, this is Rachel Cheney. I'm the Yale County Family and Consumer Science Agent. And here with me is Pamela Luker, the Polk County Family and Consumer Science Agent. And we're with the University of Arkansas System, Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service. And we're excited to be here for today's seg- segment of Grown Up You. Uh, We actually recorded episode one, the top three tips for going back to school or starting a new job. And what's today's topic, Pam? Well, today's topic is getting along with roommates and coworkers. So you're getting started in college or you're beginning a new job. Guess what? Whether it's a dorm room, you're living in an apartment, you're in a cubicle or any kind of workspace type, you will have at least one other person that you'll need to get along with on a daily basis. So that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. And when we were preparing for this lesson and and looking at it, we both had some pretty funny stories about uh, roommates or coworkers that we've uh, worked with over the years. You you work with someone long enough day in and day out, there's going to be some things that can happen that may mess up with your productivity at work or happiness about your job. But when you get along with people, it can increase your overall happiness, satisfaction, productivity. There's other important benefits of getting along and includes job-related stress, reducing that, increased health and well-being, improved psychological health, sense of connection, and increased success. So Pam, what can we do to uh, work on getting along with our roommates and coworkers? Well, my first suggestion would be to be open from day one. So whenever you have a new roommate or start a new job, have new coworkers, um, this is a new territory for a lot of people. And not everyone will automatically understand what you need or what you expect from them. So you can't just assume. And you want to get things off to a good start by, first of all, just be friendly to everyone you meet. You want to ask questions and graciously accept help and advice from others. So I know in certain situations, especially a new job and stuff, sometimes you have those people that want to give you advice and um, maybe it's something you even know, just just graciously accept it and go on because arguing with them is not a way to start your relationship. Or even if you're in the middle of the relationship or job, been at the job for a while, just take it and go on and you can use it or not use it. But a lot of times if it's someone that's been there a while, just remember they've been there, they've done that and they're, they really do have your best interest. And the people that you're sharing a space with uh, will benefit from you being proactive and acknowledging how complicated it might be. So just 
try to understand their needs, communicate with them, give them, you know, your expectations too, when it comes to that. You want to discuss how to make it work, make the conversation fun where, you know, where you can and make it as human as possible. So for instance, you know, maybe you want to name your office space. So implement a safe word that lets people know, um, you need help or create rules of engagement, maybe even some silly ones included. Now, I know Rachel had talked about office space and, and things like that at one time. Rachel, you want to give us a little story on that? Well, I mean, I've I've shared an office before. And so not only was it, it's kind of not really a cubicle, but we were in a, a room together uh, sharing an office and trying to figure out ways to make that we respected each other's space and everything and we talked about it and there'd be times that we actually have a sign on our door that we would we needed time to record because we were recording lessons or concentration mode the other person would try to be respectful of that and and be quite as quiet as possible or maybe even I would go to another room if I needed to record or whatever, because I understand if I'm doing it all day, they can't really stay quiet the whole time. So just communicating that was was really important. And that kind of goes into the next one. You'll be respectful of your roommate or coworker, of their boundaries and different things. Don't eat your roommate or coworker's food unless they say you can. If you take that last cup of coffee, try to start a fresh pot or brew for to brew for others who might want or need coffee. If you have a fever, call in sick. And this is definitely important, you know, right now with everything that's going on, we don't want to share our illness. Also, don't take credit for someone else's work. I think that's really important and a good way of respectfulness and working together. That's one way to kind of lose it is if you've worked with someone and you don't even give them credit when the boss is like, great job. And you don't try to share that that credit with someone else who's working with you. They might not work with you again. Use proper etiquette when emailing or texting. Say please when making a request. And of course, you don't have to hit reply all every time. There is a difference between reply and reply all. Sometimes if there are cookies in the break room, we don't need to know that you are planning to come down there and get a cookie. Not everybody needs to know that. So be respectful of that. We don't want to blow up people's emails. Don't spread gossip. Realize that we all have our weird quirks and that's fine. It's what makes us human. Uh, What isn't fine is staying silent about them and then blowing up about something that really isn't a big deal. Uh, And really just uh, understand, try to put yourself in that person's shoes. You don't really know what's going on. And in some ways, you know, we're all different when we're at work compared to what's going on in our personal life. And uh, there's a boundary there. And so maybe there's something else going on. So just be respectful of their time and, and what's going on in their life as well. So Rachel, you reminded me, you know, you said don't eat the other person's lunch or anything like that at work. It reminded me of a story I heard the other day about someone getting their lunch taken every day. And so they did something to try to find out who it was. Well, come to find out it was the boss. And I thought that that was a really interesting story. And it just so happened that last week, my husband was telling me that he had shared his lunch with a coworker because he said that the coworker had put their lunch in the refrigerator and that it disappeared. And so he shared his lunch. Well, he, the guy was all upset that somebody would do that. Well, come to find out, 
someone was trying to make room for a cake that somebody brought and they had just moved his lunch. And so don't go accusing people. Um, make sure, you know, but yes, be very respectful. And it would have been very respectful and courteous if that coworker that moved his lunch would have told them. So he didn't think that uh, someone stole his lunch. And But anyway, I thought that was a a funny little story and a reminder that we need to be respectful and courteous. Yeah, I feel like when you bring food in the mix, there's a that's a, a common uh, story. And I will say for roommates, I saw something recently. It was a, a video on the internet, but it was showing like this person had four other roommates. And so what they did in the refrigerator is they each had a little box or container in their refrigerator for their food to divide it out. And I thought that was a really neat idea. That may not be always useful. I think anytime I've had roommates, you know, normally there's that understanding. We try to split everything and and split food. So I think that's also where communication is important. And if it's not fine with you, you need to say something because you don't want to blow up. And a lot of times those little things can be fixed immediately when you don't fix them and you just let them burn have a slow burn it'll eventually just blow up uh Mm -hmm. something else will happen and it just keeps piling on so communication is really key with your roommates and your coworkers, talking about what's going on and that being respectful but uh, i know another thing is we live in a world of social media i uh know we've talked about this last time in our episode one uh, Pam, do we have any tips for coworkers and roommates and with social media? Yes. If you do connect with a coworker through social media, I would suggest you don't engage in inappropriate relationships and don't present an unprofessional side of yourself. So you want to remember that. And um, you want to keep any controversial. Um, interests or hobbies separate from your coworkers. So politics, especially recently too, that's something that really, it's, you don't want to put out there because you never know. I know just even with our, um, with our jobs, you know, we deal with a lot of stakeholders out in the community and we want to be respectful of each other's opinions. And if we're, putting down another, let's say, political party or anything like that, you know, that could really offend them. And we want to make sure that we're all getting along. We're doing, we're not putting something out there that's going to um, put a strain on your relationship with that coworker or or, uh, business or whatever business relationship you may have with them. So really, really think about that. Um, and you really, you do not, absolutely do not want to share confidential information about your company or other workers. So let's say, and I know Rachel would never do this, but let's say Rachel and I shared, um, uh, we were at the same office and I brought my lunch and I realized that Rachel has stolen my lunch. I'm not going to go. I would go to her and talk to her about it, but I'm not going to go to social media and let everybody know how Rachel's just a lunch stealer and she's a horrible person for taking my lunch. But you will see on social media people going off about stuff that, like Rachel was saying, it may have just it really wasn't a big deal, but you hold it in until finally it is. And then you take it and you and you publicize it, which we don't need to do. 
What you want to do is pretend the company president or your boss or your parents um, are personally following your every move on social media and you want to act accordingly. And I would say if you're not willing to say it to their face, you shouldn't share it. And I think that also would apply not only to just social media in general, um, technology in general. I've been in text groups with coworkers and stuff. And and a lot of times it's fun, but every once in a while maybe some event. But the thing is that uh, nowadays you can take screenshots of stuff. You uh, can share it then on social media or share it with that boss or or whoever they may be talking about. And same with roommates, you sharing that your roommates are messy and all that. Well, people are going to see that and that roommate not, may not want that shared out there. I know we talked about in the first episode how people go out and will, that may be their first impression of you is what you put on social media. Also social media use at work. Uh, depending on your job, it may have certain restrictions to that. They may not want you on your phone while you're working. And that also is one way to kind of cause some conflict with coworkers is maybe you're needing to get a job done, but you're constantly on your phone or they see you posting something on social media during work hours. It's like, okay, well, what are you really doing at work? Are you doing your job or are you doing something you're not supposed to be doing? And granted, I know we all maybe take a little break, breather break and stuff like that, but social media usage and phone usage at work, just be aware of that, which kind of ties into the next one, you'll practice empathy too. So you want to try to be understanding of your coworkers and roommates, your coworkers and roommates really don't want to hear your personal phone calls. So if you do have to have that personal phone call, go outside or go into your room. If it work, keep your personal calls short. It's always best to avoid bringing up cringeworthy topics such as religion or politics or your personal life. Clean up after yourself. Your mother's not going to do it for you. Your roomies or colleagues don't appreciate your mess. And if you're someone who maybe the opposite of that too, practice empathy and understanding, maybe the reason their office is a mess is because they've got a lot of stuff going on and that's the last thing that they are worrying about. So I think that goes both ways and understanding with our personal lives. Sometimes it does kind of bleed into work to so try to practice that. And with roommates, they may have finals all week and that's why they haven't had a chance to wash their dishes or whatever. So maybe try to help them out. If you don't have a lot of stuff going on that week, you know, every once in a while I've come and I'll put dishes in the sink and somebody else will wash it because I've gotten busy with something and I forgot to wash my dish. And I try to do the same thing. If I go in there and there's dishes in the sink and I can have a little bit of time, I'll wash the dishes to help them out because someone's helped me out in the past. What about griping? Everybody vents, right? Pam, what would you say? is some tips for that, uh, how to handle that at work with your coworkers or maybe griping about your roommate? Well, honestly, it's kind of hard um, whenever you're with your roommate or with your coworkers so much of your day, not to become kind of friends with them. But we need to be careful because we want to vent to them because we feel that connection. It's like, oh, I just want somebody to understand. And, you know, everyone does vent about the job or parents or sniffing others at one time or another. I mean, because we are a vent-oriented society. And, you know, griping is okay, but 
where we need to pay attention who we're doing it to. So as long as it's to like your significant other, relative, a non-work friend or a dog, that's okay. But keep it outside the company or outside your dorm or, or wherever it is. But it can become a negative thing for others bringing others down. Or you really, you know, you may really trust that person, but maybe they're not as trustworthy as you think. You could tell them something that could share it with someone else, share it with the boss. And, and here you were just trying to vent and let out things. It wasn't anything that you really meant. You're just upset at the time. So just pay close attention to that. And then along with that, we need to set some personal boundaries. So Rachel, do you want to tell us about how you uh, set some physical boundaries? Uh, Yeah. And I I will say the back to the griping uh, thing, Mm -hmm. there is morale is important. And, you know, it's hard to keep morale up if all you're doing is griping. And it makes you where you don't like your job. So try to find the bright things in your job and try to uh, help others focus on that too. Because if you're known as the one who gripes, it's not going to look good for you in the long run. And I will say everyone vents. I know I do. There's things that happen in personal life or work life that you just want to talk to someone about. I understand that, but it kind of goes into the next one, you know, set boundaries of what you talk about, of physical boundaries, your roommate or work area, everyone deserves their own space, but also in your personal boundaries in general, you were at work to do a job and you're getting paid to do that job. I know I have coworkers who were not friends on social media because they, they want that separate and that's okay. Set that boundary or Maybe it's, you know, you don't share everything that's going on in your personal life because it is your personal life. It doesn't need shared at work necessarily or with your roommate. And I, I, this kind of goes into with roommates. I've always heard the saying, don't room with your best friends. And uh, I, I think that's totally true. Uh, also, because you don't have to be with your, be- your roommate all the time. So, um, you know, sometimes with your best friend, you're seeing them all the time and you have no personal space because you're living together in a small apartment or dorm. And then you're out socializing together all the time and it can get to be too much. So sometimes it's good. It's okay that your roommate's not your best friend because they have their separate circle of friends and you kind of have your separation from each other. So I think that's important. Just try to figure out what your boundaries are. Another thing is to think about your schedule. Um, Scheduling is a big thing with jobs. It's also a big thing with Uh, having a roommate. And Pam, what are some things that we maybe have tips for scheduling with roommates and coworkers, how to make that easier on each other? Well, at first we want to arrive to work on time. You want to remember that other people are expecting you. They're counting on you to be there. Maybe it's to unlock the office. If you, let's say maybe you overslept or you get held up in traffic, or you have car problems, you want to make sure that you call in, let your coworkers know that you'll be there as soon as possible. Um, So that's important. That's part of, you know, being respectful, because maybe they don't know where you are, or maybe they had something come up. Maybe they had to stay home with a sick kid that day. Someone needs to know that, hey, you're not there, and you're not going to be there on time. So Make sure you're doing that. Let your coworkers or roommates know 
when you have meetings or let's say you're going to the library or you're working on a big project and you need some quiet time, that kind of goes along with what uh, Rachel was saying earlier about how her and her coworkers, when she shared an office with someone, you know, she would let them know that she was having a meeting or she needed to work on something. So she had that quiet time she needed. So make sure that you, you or say your coworker or roommate need that time that you're giving it to them and you're scheduling that in. Make your work, getting it done a priority. So if you spend too much time socializing, you might find it challenging to complete your daily tasks. I know um, in case you can't tell, I love to talk. So uh, if I don't pay attention and make my work a priority, I could be distracting my coworkers not, uh, from getting their work done, keeping myself from getting my work done. And just sit and socialize with them because I work with some great people. I love to talk to them. But if I don't watch myself, I could be um, a distraction to myself and others. Also, as a result, remember, your coworkers may have to take on more work um, to account for what I'm, you're not able to complete. So, for example, um, if I'm out socializing, someone else may have to pick up that slack. Um, because I'm not doing my job. So remember that. Um, that will not make uh, for warm, fuzzy feelings from your coworkers towards you. So they're going to get a little angry with you. And even if they don't show it right then, something may, little may happen and it could become a huge thing like we had talked about before. It could become a, a, a bigger deal. So if some of these um, things do happen, um, we do want to give grace. So you want to talk about um, how you give grace, Rachel? Yes. And, and I will say, too, on the scheduling thing with roommates, and we've talked about in the first episode being a night owl or a rooster, you may have that situation with your roommate where they're more of a person who gets up in the morning and, and more of a morning person, and you're staying up at late at night. And when you're sharing a dorm room, that can be pretty hard to deal with. So be respectful of that schedule as well. Maybe talk about your schedule each week of what you've got going on. Maybe they have finals week or a midterm week, which I know, I don't know about Pam, but when I was taking classes, it always seemed like like the first couple of weeks of school, there was one week where all the classes decided to schedule a test mm -hmm. during that week. And so it was a little stressful and I'd be going to the library and staying at the library studying late at night and come in and, and my roommate was a light sleeper. And so I was trying to be as careful as I could and talk about your schedule, try to find a way to make that work for both of you. Maybe it's also like cooking or something, trading off cooking because you've got stuff going on or, or whatever. So, and then give grace and that kind of ties in with that is do your best to remember that you don't know what others are exper experiencing. So forgive a little Focus on fostering positive open relationships. We've talked about you see that they've have a busy schedule and maybe they or your coworker has something that's come up and they have to leave work. Maybe cover for them for that uh, schedule if you can. And also that kind of giving grace will also give you brownie points with your boss too if they see that you're willing to step in and help. So with your roommates, try to understand what they're going through. Help them out if, if it is to where you can. Just try to be understanding 
of each other's feelings. I know me and Pam have talked about there's different things that will go on and maybe not acting like ourselves. We tell each other, hey, I'm sorry, stuff's going on and, and try to understand that. I think that's important is to work those relationships. Living and working with others always requires compromise and conversation. We just need to adapt the conversation to each new situation. And I will say a lot of times with jobs, I just had some really great coworkers uh, and they made the job great. And so if you have great coworkers, it can make that job really good. And the same with roommates. You think of the fun times we have, you don't always think of those negative, but those negative things do happen, but try not to focus on them and try to find ways to enjoy your job and enjoy the time of rooming with someone. So hopefully these tips that we have shared today will help you create a great working and living relationship. You may not hit on a perfect system from the first day, but if you keep revisiting these tips and keep the conversation going, things will move, move more smoothly day by day. But I do think that giving grace, like you were saying, I think it's a very important part of the job or being a good roommate because we're all going to have bad days and learning to give grace to others. Uh, they'll give grace to you in return when you do have those bad days and it'll help. Like Rachel was saying, reap those benefits of getting along with coworkers and roommates, you know, there's so, so much less stress, increased health and well-being, things like that, that you can benefit from. So definitely uh, give grace, be respectful, set your boundaries and friendly um, from day one. And that'll help you grow as a, as a person as well as a coworker, as a, so that's all I have. Yeah, I think that's very true. You know, we talked about the first one was be open from day one. I think that's very important. Tell them what's how you work, how you room, talk about those things at day one so there's no surprises. So those are our tips for getting along with your roommates and coworkers. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed this segment of Grown Up You. And be sure to follow us on UADA Grown Up You, uh, Facebook and Instagram, I believe we're on different social media so uh, definitely follow us on there for updates on upcoming episodes uh, and you can go to our uadx.uada.edu website and search grown up you and that's where you'll find kind of the hub of our podcast it has our past episodes as well as that's where we'll put future episodes uh, if you have any tips for how to get along with roommates or coworkers, uh, definitely share it on social media on our Grown Up You social media page or just tag us in your post. We hope you've enjoyed this session and we'll be back again soon, I'm sure. But we have a bunch of other agents that are helping us with this from across the state as well. So thank you again. For more information about this or any Grown Up You podcast, or to learn more about Grown Up You educational opportunities, visit our website at uaex.uada.edu slash life skills and wellness slash grown up. Be sure and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UADA Grown Up You Podcast. The Grown Up You podcast series is brought to you through the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service.